April 8th, 1908. Harvard Business School is established. Its motto, for people smart enough for Harvard, but not quite smart enough for law school. Welcome to The Revisionist. I'm Brian Flynn. I'm Zach Powers. We have a great show for you tonight. Uh, Our guest is the genius behind Comedy Room Room and one of Denver's most beloved stand-ups, Timmy Lasley, everyone. Oh, hi. Is that where I say hi? <laughs> yeah, we're experiencing I wasn't a... sure you were talking about me after that intro, but here well, I am. After I said your name. Well, I mean, that, I there aren't right many of us, but, uh, you know, it was like, beloved, I don't know about that. <laughs> Genius. Well, only I say it, but okay. <laughs> you can too. Timmy, thank you for being here again. Oh, thank you for having me. This is going to be yeah. so much fun. And thank me for not being there. Uh, oh, Zach, <laughs> being for very far being away. Being all digital. Yeah, Zach yeah. is now Zach is now in a robot's body, much like Krang. Yeah, I have uh, transcended normal human consciousness <laughs> and become and gone the to new the flesh. magical new plane called Shikagi. <laughs> Was that the quickest you could come up with a robot name for Chicago? Uh, and it, it doesn't even sound like a robot name. It sounds like a ancient mystical, like Cherokee name almost. <laughs> Much like Chicago. Almost. And Milwaukee. Yeah. yeah. Of course. <laughs> of course. Uh, well, listeners, if you're new to the show, uh, each episode we take a topic from history. One person presents a official version of events. And another person comes up with a totally bonkers, crazy pants alternate history. Oh, God. Is that what we were supposed to do? Oh, no. <laughs> no, this is where this is my brother, my brother and me. I'm sorry. This is where yep, people. Uh, I'm your sweet baby brother. <laughs> I'm calling that one right off the bat. I think I'm the youngest. So technically of the three of us. So I'm there definitely we go. older than both of you. Well, Not put together or anything, but I'm older. I can't remember which of the brothers is in the middle, but that's me. <laughs> uh, and the, also, the winning story becomes the truth going forward. That's the I other part of this I love that shit. you guys Brian... just change historical canon, you know? Yeah. yeah. yeah just that's, a... that's the idea. <laughs> beautiful. That's the, that's, you're, getting, beautiful. you're doing a lot more cartoony noises now that you're in Chicago. Yeah, it's an animated city full of... Life and and it's like Toontown from uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Basically, <laughs> a lot of people don't know so that a lot that of was like based uh, on Chicago. A lot of crazy weasels going around. Yeah, they're a real problem. That's most of the crime. <laughs> Christopher really. Lloyd just I mean, being a course. real weirdo everywhere you go. Trump, Trump doesn't mention it, but almost all the crime is weasel or Christopher Lloyd based. <laughs> or, of course, Blues Brothers based. Yeah. They did yeah. some damage. They for sure did. <laughs> uh, well, listen, uh, Brian, on the last what episode... happened? Oh, <laughs> um, uh, you may notice also a little bit of lag between our feeds. Uh, we're still working out the technical uh, conundrums of the show. <laughs> Uh, but on our previous episode, uh, Joseph Stalin with Mitch Jones, mm. uh, the true story of Joseph Stalin won out, if only to preserve some level of sanity <laughs> uh, going oh forward. When And actually, when the real story of Joseph Stalin is more sane than... <laughs> 
we are our baseline is very low right now. That's what I'm yeah. saying. And I noticed this week uh, on the feed for our podcast, some of our own historical revisionism. I don't know if this episode will be 41 or 42 oh, because yes, we released two episode 37s. So if this yes. is 42, <laughs> that's, that is my bad. That is you did so not You did not miss an episode on if you are mm. somehow a diehard listener of this show. That's right. Uh, Going actually, forward, you should probably just own that and be like, no, we meant to do that. We yeah, for sure yeah. meant to do that. We'll it's part write, of our mystique. We'll write and adopt an alternate history where 37 comes twice in... in yeah, in, there is no yeah, 38. Numerically. Yeah. Yeah, great. Um, <laughs> yes. Wait, so you just skipped 38? Yeah, just went no, straight... No, we... I think I we mean, had a 38, too. I no, think we we're did on have 42. 38. We had two 37s. Right. Yeah. So okay. did you, uh, what, what my question is, is did you catch up to the real numbers? Or are you still on the quote unquote wrong numbers, even though you meant to do 237? So this one will be labeled episode 42. Uh-huh. Um, so there will be no yeah. episode 41. <gasps> what? Yeah. But really, Joseph Stalin mm-hmm. was 41. I know. <laughs> yeah. 41 will be the yeah. lost episode. So this the is our magnificent Ambersons of the fucking. Oh, I love it. I love this it. Is our Some mistake. You should guide. just. you should do like an episode 41 on your 30 year anniversary or something yeah the lost episode (laughs) we'll all try to sound 10 years younger Uh oh is that how long it takes you to do (laughs) no i mean i just i just like that idea Uh, i love it um also listeners probably based on just the track uh around the time this episode comes out we'll have hit five thousand subscribers which is a little insane to me what yeah um so thank you to everyone who is doing that um but if we're all ready to start tonight zach you're doing the true st- oh we're doing a topic too um uh, <laughs> does anyone remember the topic or yeah. can introduce a abram petrovich gannibal actually that is correct yeah i think it's pronounced still on russian Hannibal? history yes Wait, what do you... Hannibal? Hannibal, yes. Starring Mads Mikkelsen. <laughs> and Hugh Dancy. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we'll address that... the erroneous G in the course of the true history. Oh, that's a great rap name. Uh, yeah, it is. Erroneous G? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Zach, I Guys, think you I just gotta... <laughs> organically started your rap career. I think I, I, think I did. Now I just gotta oh. have to learn how to rap. Because when the I think... The part's the... over. That's the easy part. You got to find yeah. your name first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and when I think of organic and rapper, no one comes to <laughs> mind quicker than Zach. <laughs> you mean erroneous G? Erroneous G, yes, indeed. Um, but Zach, you're doing the true story. Yep. And Timmy, you're doing the alternate. I guess so. All right. Well, if we're all ready, Zach, why don't you take it away? Okay. Well, uh, Gannibal, who some of you may have not heard of, I had not, as a matter of fact. Uh, is in fact a, a black Russian, which I didn't know was a thing. I honestly thought when they described the drink white Russian, it was completely redundant. But I have learned now that there are exceptions to the white Russian rule. Gannibal was born around 1698 in, uh, I'm going to mispronounce this, Eritrea? Something like that? Eritrea, yeah. Eritrea, okay. It's across from Saudi Arabia, across the Red Sea, basically. He was born to a pretty rich dude who was the chief uh, in his little area, I guess, according to the histories. 
but uh, <laughs> you're really you're really big on mispronouncing things very slightly this episode. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of Russian names to come, so save some oh, of yeah. that, all right? This well, was some <laughs> of the easiest Russian names, I thought. What? But, oh, sorry. it gets hard for me. I don't know. Yeah. This is fourth grade Russian names. <laughs> <laughs> I never got beyond a fifth grade Russian reading level. <laughs> Few do. Anyway, especially Russians who do not have much schooling, especially at this time. <laughs> oh, snap, snap, snap. Uh, so eventually the Turks invade the area in which Gannibal and his family were living and defeat his father and abduct uh, Gannibal, who at this time is just called Abraham or Ibrahim or Abram. There's a lot of variations. And his sister tries to save him, but drowns chasing his captors as they escape by sea, which is, uh, <laughs> I guess, a sad moment in his I life, guess I would sad. assume. No, nah, that's just kind of women's roles at the time. <laughs> yeah, right. They like chase after people and die and, and like are tragic, tragic fi- figures. That's what they do. Zach, I appreciate your willingness not to assume too much of that. <laughs> he would be sad that know. his sister drowned trying to save him. <laughs> maybe, maybe there was a bad relationship. Maybe they got it wrong and she was trying to kill him. And in fact, the Turks were saving him from this rage-filled <laughs> sister. I like that. Um, we <laughs> yeah, just don't correct. know. Anyways, uh, he was taken to Constantinople as, guess what, a slave. And uh, he lived there for about a year, serving the Sultan, uh, before Peter the Great, um, who you may remember was really into trends from like European courts at the time. Mm-hmm. Sent for Tim, who's a not, you know? Yeah, I know. Syphilis, hemophilia. Oh, love it. So in right now. <laughs> um, but he put out a call for quote, clever little African slaves to serve ah. in his court. Oh, that is so problematic. <laughs> That's, I mean, at a certain point it goes beyond problematic. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. really triggering for a lot yeah. of people right now. Just ooh. I mean, if you had an it's, it's almost the fact that he added clever little that makes it so uh, much worse. It's like yeah. a little pat on the head, but with your humanity. <laughs> like, oh, isn't that cute? Uh, yeah, geez. yeah. You should you should see the profile for Peter the Great on myproblematicfave.com because it's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of that website before, but I'm going there as soon as this podcast is it, done. It might be your problematic fave. I think it's a thing. I've never been there. I'm just making it up. Um, He was uh, adopted by Peter pretty quickly, who was intrigued by his intelligence. And I should note... To Ooh, a I mean, black very... kid can be smart. <laughs> that's basically uh, the Russians, theme of every man. like eighties sitcom starring a white oh, family. And I guess Peter's Twitter was blowing up about the clever little <laughs> African slave comment. Because to his credit, he he did not take him as a slave. He basically adopted him more or less as family, like he was treated as family by Peter and Elizabeth. So Good on Peter, I guess. <laughs> okay. Yeah, though definitely like not enslaving someone is like So he basically invented white guilt? <laughs> uh yeah, I guess so. Among his uh, many other accomplishments. Um, <laughs> the so, greatest inventor of the time. 
they elected to teach Gannibal uh, math and engineering and military tactics, even though, as we have established, Peter was most known for educating people on how to be chimney sweeps. In this mm-hmm. case, he made an exception uh, and went with engineering. <laughs> of course. And sent the gentleman's yeah. chimney sweep. Of course. Yeah, somebody's got to... I mean, somebody's got to build gotta those build chimneys. The chimneys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a thankless job, but someone's <laughs> got to do it. The real glamour is in chimney sweeping. Uh huh. Um, so he sends him to this French academy where he gets involved with this French war against Spain and rises to the rank of captain. It's also at this time that he adopts the surname Gannibal, which is the Russian translation of Hannibal. As in the Alps one, not the, the not the cannibal one. That's the weakest translation. <laughs> yeah, Gannibal. I don't know. Yeah, so Russian though. It's mm-hmm. So Russian. It definitely sounds more Russian. I agree. Gannibal. Um, he also becomes friends with several major Enlightenment figures, including Voltaire. Who? What? Uh, yeah, <laughs> he was friends with Voltaire. Yeah, God. and Voltaire. My problematic That's fave. like the best of all possible worlds. <laughs> oh, 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 I'm patting myself on the back right now. Um, <laughs> anyways, your problematic fave Voltaire called him the dark star of the Enlightenment. So, mm. Ooh, yeah. does that mean like a like is he making a dead's reference? Like, is he know. a deadhead? Is that? <laughs> Like, maybe it's a Bowie thing. I'm not I sure. But anyways, Peter the Great dies uh, while constructing his water park. And mm-hmm. at this Credit point... Credit to Megan DePonso. Right. Oh, Prince, right, 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 right. I'm not caught up in all the history right. that has yeah. been rewritten yet. Sure. Um, and this guy named Prince... Meshikov uh, basically becomes the power behind the throne after this point for his successor. And um, your problematic fave, Prince Menshikov, uh, sends Hannibal to Siberia basically because of racism. And uh, yeah. I think you're really not giving him enough credit for the, the, the complexness of... There's a better word for that complexity of the situation, you know, like I'll get into it on my own. Never mind. Never mind. (laughs) Um, Yeah, there were a lot of I'm sure there were a lot of problematic things. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So in Siberia, Gannibal go ahead, goes ahead and builds a fortress and eventually is recalled back to Russia uh, three years later for his military and engineering skills because he just built a fortress, which is kind of the waypoint between those two things. Yeah, that's the overlap in the Venn diagram of military and engineering is definitely probably fortress. Yeah, I would say so. Um, and so uh, Elizabeth eventually rises to become Tsarina, and she was raised with Gannibal as a brother, so he takes a major place in her court and eventually becomes uh, a major general while she is, of course, fighting against uh, young Ivan, who is an Antichrist figure, as we have established. Um, <laughs> Thank so, you for reminding me of that. I forgot about that. Yes. Uh, so much history to learn. I've got a lot to relearn it's here. It's very rich. <laughs> uh, Elizabeth 
bequeaths him with a ton of land and 100 serfs. And eventually, Gannibal retires to that land. Um, but that is not quite the end of the story because we have to go into uh, Gannibal's love life a little bit. Because Ooh. he married... Yeah, this is the salacious part of the podcast. The salacious um, crumb part of the podcast. Yeah, so there's going to be a lot of giggling. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jabba no Wanga. Yeah, Jabba no Wanga and... Uh, <laughs> and a Jabba no Wanga to both of you. Yeah. That's our new sign-off. Um, Jabba no Wanga. <laughs> It's better than our old one. Um, what was your old one? Uh, have a good time, because I misspoke when I meant to say have a good night one time. <laughs> have a good uh. time. <laughs> I like that. That's better. His first wife was That's a woman named Evdokia Diaper or Do- Di- Dioper, something like that. Sounds She's real Greek. Greek. Yeah. She's Greek. <laughs> you called it. Nail on the head. She's Greek, Greek as shit. Yeah. Uh, and she hated the shit out of Gannibal. It was a forced marriage. Um, so Gannibal also didn't care for her and constantly suspected that she was cheating on him. And eventually she gave birth to a white daughter and then he was pretty sure about it. Oh, but um, that's not how genetics actually work. Sometimes you can have that happen. <laughs> 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 I just, I like the way you sort of just faded yourself out oh. in that. <laughs> well, I mean, regardless, uh, he got mad jealous. Evdok- that's what you're saying. Mad jealous, and he got so mad jealous that Evdokia <laughs> was sent to a prison for eleven years for infidelity, as you do. And uh, afterwards, um, when she came out. Gannibal had remarried, which means as a divorcee, she had to go to a convent for the rest of her life. Classic Russian move. Duh. Um, yeah. Nobody wants a divorcee. Come on. We let them just roam around in our society. I think it's less civilized. <laughs> yeah. I think they learned that <laughs> yeah, less, from civil- less civilized than 17th century Russia is a huge. Yeah. Right. I'm really making, I'm making a statement here. I'm making a stand. Uh, but his second wife is a woman named Christina Slauberg and they married (laughs) Slauberg? that sounds like a made up name are you sure you're not doing the alternative history here it could be like Slauberg but there's a little umlaut over the O so Slauberg Slauberg you know where they make all the coleslaw for Russia (laughs) that's where her family comes from yeah the coleslaw mines of Russia Slauberg. Heir to the Slaw Empire, of course. Christina <laughs> Slauberg. I mean, it's um, rich, but it's soggy. <laughs> uh, they have a ton of kids, 10, and uh, many of those kids go on to become nobles. And uh, he has a few notable, uh, you know, descendants, one of which I don't know the significance of this person, but her name was Alexandra Hamilton. Which is basically my sis, my gender swapped <laughs> Hamilton remake. Um, what? I yeah, will admit, uh, I looked it up. Uh, not they are. There's no. There's 
Okay, there's nothing on Wikipedia that says they're related, so I'm probably going to say there isn't because I think there would be, but maybe... Because he checked Wikipedia, (laughs) and he's pretty sure. Look, I've been busy this week. I haven't haven't had time to double-check that. If only we knew about this person when we did our our Hamilton episode, we could have had him end with, like, just taking up drag and becoming Alexandra Hamilton, but unfortunately, the ship has sailed... I want traveling back in time a little bit, not <laughs> yeah. much, but I think, just a little. No, right? she was she was like, she those... was post. She was post oh. Alexander. Okay, okay. I think she's actually still alive. No. Yes. What is she like a million? <laughs> I don't know how time works. She no, no. is shocked by the the news that this what? woman she just heard of is still alive. <laughs> I love her. She's still kicking it. Good for her. I, I would also I would love for on the next season of RuPaul for one of the for one of the queens to just be Alexandra Hamilton. Oh my Even god! Even though that's not like a pun, it's just I mean, straight up a name. That is a great idea. Just like you start have... taking historical figures and using them as drag names. <laughs> so many songs you can lip sync to with that name just laid out in front of you. Alexandra Hamilton. Oh man. Um. Uh, also, his grandson Gannibals, that is, was uh. Poet Alexander Pushkin, poet and writer. Mm-hmm. Who, Pushkin. Yeah. Uh, before he died, he failed to publish, but was working on a book about his grandfather called Peter the Great's Negro. So Yeah, that was... Um, uh, I mean, Pushkin I guess... Subtitle, was, Negro. Yeah, yeah, Pushkin was... He he took all he took and, on all of the whiteness in the... Yeah. Well, there yeah, weren't yeah. a whole lot of other, you know... Mm-hmm blacks in russia to mix in with to keep I, his rich cultural heritage alive you know probably i, I looked up down. i looked up how many black people live in russia and this one this site claimed that it is somewhere between 40 and seventy thousand, which is a very small percentage of the population what are the what are the what's the population of russia uh because in my millions? head it's like eight um, I think 143 million. There's like eight people million? in Russia, and then the Russian government, and then that's it, right? I don't know. 40 million? 143, yeah. 140 million, but I'm sure it's constantly declining. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, it's just that they're all so spread out that you don't, I mean, because that's a huge landmass, you know? Yeah, I mean, a lot of the population is concentrated in the Russian plain, and yeah, 143.5 million. So just, just less than half of the U.S. Yeah, yeah, basically. And only forty to 70,000 people of African descent. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Pretty homogenous. But that yeah. is the story of Gannibal. And now mm-hmm. I've wistfully closed a book <laughs> and we can move on to the next thing. You're, of course, setting the bookmark inside the book, placing it back on the shelf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are, are you taking off your reading glasses? Buttoning your we cardigan. We can't see you. We have to guess. Right. Uh-huh. I have put on a red velvet robe and I'm sitting in front <laughs> Of a fireplace. You might be able to hear the fireplace behind me. Cellophane, cellophane. Cellophane. (laughs) Crinkle, crinkle. Of course, blowing out a a candle. In my head, I've rewritten your your robe into a smoking jacket because I think you're classy. Mm. 
I yeah. do have a red velvet smoking jacket in real life. <laughs> and, he it's, does. and it's a pipe you're smoking for goddamn Which sure. Is, uh, also, having a red velvet smoking jacket in real life, not actually a sign of class. Although, Zach, <laughs> I do think you are very classy. Uh, <laughs> I got close. it at a Goodwill. <laughs> classy as it comes. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Zach, thank you. Mm-hmm. Timmy, uh, if you're all ready to go. Now, see, I, I've i never... This is my second one of these I've done, and I think I've done it wrong both times. So, <laughs> um, I Really what I did was fill in more of the story that the history books doesn't tell you. Perfect. Just like... Just those little details that, like, you know, the the contextual clues, the, like, in-the-moment feeling of the history. Mm-hmm. Um, you mm-hmm. know, I was I dug deep, and I was able to find some some other sources that you apparently, Zach, were not able to find. And uh, Well, if they weren't on <laughs> Wikipedia, I didn't find them. <laughs> Got it. Got Zach, it, yeah. Zach, Zach. I did some X-nay real... on the Wikipedia way. Wikipedia way? Mm-hmm. Wikipedia way doesn't like your podcast? Podcast <laughs> pay? Podcast <laughs> <laughs> pay. Um, okay, so... I wrote out some pages. Sorry, guys. I'm gonna I'm I'm uh-huh. gonna be reading a little bit, but blows okay. dust off tome. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now um, Timmy has a red velvet smoking jacket. How did that happen? It it transported from Chicago to it's, my back. It's the magic of the podcast. <laughs> okay, so there was this. Okay, there was this this little prince in Africa. Okay, <laughs> he lived on a little planet. He lived on a tiny tiny planet called Africa. Um, uh, it was in a country called Eritrea, which was named after a mythical luck dragon. Ooh. Um, and a uh, a mythical you know, luck dragon. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. Just you checking. know, like Fal- he's like Falcor's cousin, dude. Yeah. Okay, get it? All right. You're with not me Not like now. one of those fucking common myth luck dragons. No, not no. a normcore luck, luck no. dragon. Not Falcor like went mainstream and nobody's into him now. <laughs> so, so this young kid, he starts out this, as the son of this prince in Africa. And his dad would take him out like every morning and take him out to this ridge where he could see <laughs> the kingdom. And he told him... Yeah. Someday, this will all be yours, Simba. <laughs> and so one day, Simba, that, that was his real name. Oh, okay. That was his real name, was Simba. Oh, okay. I mean, I, like... I thought this was an unrelated story. No, 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 no. This is, this is, our, this is our boy. Uh, so uh-huh. Simba's chilling on the ridge with, with, his, with his dad, you know, and his dad was like, this will all be yours someday, you know? Cut to, like next week he's chilling out maxing relaxing all cool just (laughs) shooting some b-ball outside the school when a couple kids who were up to no good started making trouble in his neighborhood may i suggest were they a couple of were they a couple of are you interrupting me in my flow are you interrupting me in my flow right now I should know as erroneous G <laughs> that of course. don't interrupt the flow. Okay, so, erroneous G so here's does nothing the thing, if not break the rules. Here's the thing, guys. He got in one little fight, and what could he say? He was sold into slavery in a place <laughs> called Turkey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so proud of myself for that. So, okay, and that's so the alternate no. history. Of- <laughs> that's it. That's all I wrote. <laughs> it's a sad ending to the story <laughs> this time. Puts the dust back onto the tome, puts it Grass back on cat, the shelf. Walks away. <laughs> 
Okay, so so here's here's the thing. This this young kid, he stays uh, a year or two in Turkey just doing the slave thing, but pretty soon he was kidnapped from that slavery job and taken to Russia. So he's <laughs> Maybe in the Russia. Job isn't the word. Also, <laughs> your, your attitude towards slavery is so casual. It's a job. It's a thing. It's, it's just a thing. you know. It's a you know. I'm trying to make it. It's light. like. I mean, if you want you me to dig into like the morality of this story, no, I could go real just, deep. I'm trying to keep it same, light for the podcast. I just feel like you have the same attitude towards slavery as like the animals on the Flintstones, where they're like, "It's a living." <laughs> I mean, he was a kid. What else does he know? You know. So okay, so so here's this kid. Here's this child slave in Russia just being like, what the fuck? How did I get episode. How did I get to Russia? This like damn slavery's crazy. <laughs> so he's in Russia. He's and one day he's in the marketplace in Russia and he's carrying a bunch of shit in his arms, you know, like a total like a total like movie moment, you know. He's carrying all this shit in his arm. He's carrying like baskets of stuff, like potatoes and vodka and like some dried Russian fish or some shit, you know, whatever. <laughs> and to then me, who I, I think in Russia they call potatoes pre vodka. Oh, fair enough. Well he's gross. got he's got some vodka, some, some pre vodka. <laughs> it's like pre cum, only yes. starchier. <laughs> okay, we were just alluding to it, but then we hit that. Oh, nail I don't the allude to anything. <laughs> I'm not into illusions. Um Okay, so he's carrying all this shit down the street in Russia. <laughs> And who should he bump into? I'm telling you, total movie moment. Swear you can't make this stuff up. But the czar himself. He bumps into the czar, carrying all this shit down the street. Now, the kid didn't know who he had just bumped into. All he sees is his master's groceries all over the ground, you know? So he, like, pops off and says something real sassy to the czar, and the whole marketplace Mm. just freezes, you know? Wow. I mean... Classic meat cute. Right? Yeah, record scratch sound effect. What? <laughs> uh, okay, so there's like the fucking czar, and he's covered in spilt vodka, and he's standing in a bunch of dried Russian fish or whatever, <laughs> and this kid is just being all sassy, clapping back at him. And like, seriously, the, the, the moment in that marketplace, I wish that I could just transport you there. Like, you could have heard... A Fabergé egg drop. Like, seriously. <laughs> I mean, those the, are covered in jewels, and I think they're kind of heavy. They're so. really, really noisy, but still, like, the marketplace is normally a pretty loud oh, place. Oh, no, very loud. Uh, <laughs> and it just freezes. It goes totally silent. And and the guards, they just sat there, stunned for a second. And then, you know, just as they were about to kick the crap out of this kid, right? Like, whoa, you were dark-skinned, making fun of the, like... Like being sarcastic and sassy at the czar once you spilt your vodka on him. Like they were about to kick him. And then what do you know? The czar starts laughing. Mm. Right? Now this kid is totally unsure about what's going on. He's like, I was in Africa like three weeks ago. <laughs> so he's just trying to go along to get along, right? Yeah, this movie this story is moving at a clip. <laughs> So, so the kid starts laughing too, and then the guards start laughing, and then the whole marketplace starts laughing, and this goes on for like 13 minutes. <laughs> and it's just like the czar laughing, and everyone else 
around him laughing because they're afraid to stop because if the leader of Russia thinks it's funny, then everyone else has to too because yeah. that's how the, just that's just yeah. the way the aristocracy works, you know, <laughs> at the time. It's it's about yeah. historical context, you know. So, it's like it's like when the villain in a movie laughs and all of his henchmen have to follow yeah. suit exactly. immediately. Exactly. So that's you understand the moment that's happening in this in this marketplace, you know? Like kid doesn't know who he bumped into. The czar, you know, starts laughing at him. Everybody starts starts laughing along. I uh, And here's here's the weird part. It starts to get out of hand. Like everyone is laughing. <laughs> like it's getting like crazy. It becomes too much. And uh, absolutely too much. And every time that the czar thinks that he's got it under control. He sees like one of the dried fishes laying on the ground or something. Or like realizes that <laughs> he'll never get the smell again. out of, vo- yeah. of vodka out of his robes again. And like, he just starts cracking up and like, it, it, it's cool. just, and of course some of this, some of the humor in this is lost over the ages. That right. Just like, right. Oh I yeah. Mean, there's fish on the crowd. It was, I, think, I think this inspired the, the classic Batman. The classic Batman story, the Joker fish, may have been inspired by this moment, I think. <laughs> okay, so here's here's like the magic moment. This is where it really all started for this kid. Um, he kind of catches the czar's eyes while he's like laughing hysterically, and he sees this desperation, and he's like, oh, damn, this fancy dude is going to pee his pants. I don't think he can stop <laughs> laughing right now. And and just then the czar starts choking. He's choking on his own laugh spit, and he and and you know, and that's when this kid reaches out, grabs the czar, and invents the Heimlich maneuver right there on the spot, Whoa. which of course he never got credit for because he was a slave, and more importantly, a black dude, and they never get credit for anything. <laughs> you know, so problematic. But that's that's what happened. That's history, you know. History is problematic. I'm glad you guys are rewriting it. So basically, he saves well, the czar. We are life. we are rewriting it, but your rewrite retains the problematic aspects. No, but okay. See, here's the thing: is like this is not so much a rewrite as just like an uncovering of the truth. Mm. Oh, okay, fair enough. Right. And that's really where I'm coming from. I'm like adding juicy details to a previously forgotten history, you know? <laughs> right, right. So okay. so here's the thing. Uh he saves the czar's life and now the czar is like crazy for this kid. He's just like, "Oh my god, this man, this kid is the the best, the strongest, most handsome, smart boy. Like he's amazing and I wish he were my son." And I'm the czar, and I want the best of everything, and this kid rules, so he's mine now. And he adopts the kid mm. on the spot right there in the marketplace. It's like, fuck the dried fish. I'll get you more vodka. Don't you worry, kid. I got you from here on out. Um, so he takes him home, and the czar's wife was a real... was a real see you next Tuesday, if you know what I mean. Do you know what I mean, Zach? See you next uh, to a real cunt. I mean, she was a cunt. Oh, okay. Did I say see, there that? You go. I mean, I <laughs> thought I had real forgotten. See you next Tuesday. I thought we had plans next Tuesday, and I had forgotten them until you clarified. No, no, she was just a real like brassy broad. Is another way to put it. And she hated the idea of having a slave for a son. Like, what? I'm Russian. I'm the aristocracy. No, thank you. Um. And then she discovered, you know, like it took her a long time, but finally she discovered that the, his tiny child slave hands 
were perfect for buttoning up the buttons on her very fancy and intricate dresses. And that's when she finally took a liking to him. And she asked the kid what his name was. And he said, you know, my father called me Simba. And she was I like, forgot about that part. she was like, what? We're going to have to Russian that up for you. So they renamed him. I got to get this right. Uh, they renamed him Abram Petrovich Hannibal, but that wasn't quite Russian enough. So they they uh, gave him nick a nickname. They called him Abraham. Oh, this is so hard. They called him Abra Abraham Yamich <laughs> Petroyaskinskov Halna Lablinsky for short. That was his <laughs> nickname. Sure. That was for, for sure. Yeah. So like they basically made him hella Russian, like so uh-huh. Russian. So, so, you know, that goes on for a while. And, you know, when not buttoning up dresses, probably more worth more than he was traded for in the first place, uh, <laughs> Abramyevich would follow his godfather around on military campaigns and his valet, at, like he, he was his valet. And um, that basically meant that he was a slave again, but treated like one of the family. So it was like this gray area and he was, you know, but he was making the most of it. Uh, he was, and honestly, he was pretty cool with it because basically slavery was the only thing he knew at this point. You know, he got kidnapped from you know Simba Land when he was six <laughs> or something. So I mean, it's a real tragedy. You know, his tra- his is, family had that no idea. Yeah, I, I, even what in happened the fiction of the Lion King, it's called Pride Rock. <laughs> <laughs> What? No, Scar specifically took over Symboland. I remember the alternative history of Lion King. So. And of course, that that famous rap producer, Symboland. <laughs> yeah. My producer, as a matter of fact. Of course, Cymbal- Erroneous G's. Symboland with Erroneous G. Okay, so, so, so he's doing this valet thing, and they're traveling all over. And the czar is getting crazy good offers on him. Like everywhere he goes, people are like, oh man, how much for your slave? How much for your slave? He's so great. He's like really smart and loyal and we totally buy him off you. And the czar was like, no way, guys. No way. This one, he's one of us. Like we already gave him six extra Russian names and everything. So we're pretty (laughs) locked in at this point, you know? And... And Abraham Yamavinsky was feeling really, really good about himself, you know? So, of course, that's when something terrible happens. <laughs> history, right? Classic Ooh, Russian. History. <laughs> so, one day, the Tsar and Abraham Yamavinsky go to uh, France, and they hang out there for a while, and now there's a bunch of people traveling with them and a lot of chaos. And when they leave France, the Tsar accidentally leaves the kid in France. Oh, oh parents oh, will totally okay. relate to this, right? A classic. You guys, oh, you guys cool. ever leave your kid yeah. to soccer practice? Yeah. Same I mean, thing here. Same thing. The parents that will relate to it the most are the McAllisters from Home Alone. <laughs> but yeah. Okay, so, so yeah, like, I mean, he just got busy and he forgot and then he left the country and when he got back to Russia, he was like, oh, dang. Oh. I knew I forgot something. <laughs> I forgot that son I bought. 
I so just I mean, am imagining the mom from Home Alone, but she's yelling whatever crazy Russian name. I was trying to name. get that out too, but I couldn't fucking. April, you have me since I also have to. I, I love to... Russian nicknames. I think they're the coolest <laughs> things in say, the world. Like, I love them so much. I admire how at the beginning of this episode you were dreading having to pronounce all the Russian names. So you took a kind of Russian name <laughs> and made it like way more Russian. You made it as Russian as like the article your friend on the far left shares on Facebook. That's how <laughs> Russian you made that name. <laughs> Thank you. You know, I'm just I'm just telling the history as I uncovered it. Um, yeah. So anyhow... Poor Abramya Michninsky <laughs> was just sitting there on the curb in France waiting. And he gets word saying like, um, so I left you here on purpose. <laughs> what do you know? Uh, you're going to study math and engineering and shit because I know that you're smart like that. And this was all totally on purpose. <laughs> and the kid was like, hell yeah, I knew he loved me. Yes. <laughs> I'm in the fam. Yes. So he studies up and he gets crazy smart. Uh, he joins the French army because he wanted to try some gay shit and he heard they were a little <laughs> floofy in the pantaloons. You know, so he joins the French army for a little bit. What? Right. What? It's oh, experimental. It's an experimental oh, what? phase. What do you want? I mean, yeah, or maybe, like you've never know. experimented in college? Come on. Come yeah. On. Oh, yeah, that's the part that got. Yeah, that was the thing. Everybody gets a little French in college. <laughs> Maybe, so anyhow. Or, yeah, maybe he or maybe he was just he could have just been gay. Like it could have been like if Moonlight was set in Russia in the 1700s, right. basically. Right. Like so he went into the military. He tried out gay for a while. Um, you know, he found out a lot about himself and realized, like, I, I, I enjoy this part of myself, but it's not really who I am. It was just a thing I did at one point. So, you know, mm. Um, he comes back. He comes back to Russia to build shit, you know? And he builds a ton of stuff. Yeah. And everybody loves him. And the next two years were like total party time from when he comes back from France. Like, boom, party on. Like, like you know, disco ball lights <laughs> happening all over Russia. And he's having a great time. He's banging bitches. He's hanging snitches. You know, he's, he's building the best bridges Russia's ever seen. And he's still finding time to button up his godmother's dresses, you know, because he's a good boy and he's killing it. Sure. Abram Yama Yami Manichikinsky. He's killing it. He's doing so good. And then Twist. This is like a movie. You can't write this stuff. The Tsar Peter dies. Like his <laughs> I mean, that's why like he's got people, act People act do three. write movies. That's the most realistic aspect of the story. <laughs> I mean, actuary of this story comes in rough with the with, uh, Tsar Peter dying. And the yeah. Tsar's son, his actual son, who we haven't heard about in this story yet because he was a piece of shit. <laughs> and, and this guy, he hates our boy A.B. man. You know, he hates Abraham. Uh, and this guy's left in charge. And he's like, damn, dude, I don't care how smart you are. You're going to go kick rocks in China for a hot minute because you got the love of my father that he never gave to me. And that's wow. tough. I mean, that's tough. Like, what could Amber Yama Yingovich do at that point, you know? Like, the parents that adopted him loved him better than they loved their actual son. So he was like, I get it, dude. I'll go count 
snowflakes in Siberia or whatever. <laughs> so for like 10 or 15 years, Abra Rama Dinga Dong Dong was <laughs> out of the country. And he's like measuring the wall of China and he's counting snowflakes in Siberia and like any other shitty task his fake brother can find for him. <laughs> but you know, like, like he made the most of it. He published six books, all of which are available on uh, Amazon right now. Um, uh-huh. uh, they're mostly about like how to uh, dress a potato, like, <laughs> like you know, toys in, in Russia were and of very course, simple. Billionaire dinosaur erotica. How did you know? Did you look this up? Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm a fan. Oh, that's wonderful. Abrahama Ding Dong appreciates your 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 patronage on Amazon. Well, his descendants. Yeah, I'll hit up his Patreon page. <laughs> so yeah, he just wrote some books. He chilled out real hard. He traveled the world. You know, he became like a, a Christ figure for this island out in in the Pacific. It was weird. <laughs> wait, wait. He, he tra- I mean, I'm just like kind of. I want to. I don't want to take up too much time. But he traveled. Okay, he grew a lot. He learned a lot about himself. Um. And then his luck changes, right? Like it's got to happen sometime. Like when you do that much work on yourself, things can only go up, right? So his luck changes when his his sister, his, you know, fake sister, Elizabeth, takes over Russia. He takes over the country and she invites him to come back. Uh, now, this relationship between Elizabeth and Abraham. Dinsky has mm-hmm. always been like a real will they won't they Sam and Diane sure. like Pornhub sure. sort of like we know <laughs> that you're not really brother and sister so it's okay if you do it this time kind of thing to the opposite of subtle. you're welcome <laughs> so, so it's the kind of sexual tension that you could just cut with a knife. You know, she uh-huh. asks him to come back. Will they, won't they? Will they, won't they? And he's like, this is it. Me and Elizabeth, finally, like my crazy wife. Oh, yeah, by the way, he had a crazy wife who like <laughs> he got locked up and whatever. Uh, <laughs> in a convent? Is that what you said? It was probably something like that. I heard whorehouse, but, you know, whatever. Sure. Um, you know, historical... Somewhere text they differ from each other she was around and then she wasn't right right like like she was like uh i I can't go black because i'll never be able to go back and like he wasn't cool with that which is his right you know (laughs) yeah so Um, so so he locked her up in a convent or whorehouse depending on which text you look at six of one so so, yeah, so now she went black free. and then she went to a convent and then she did not go back. She could not go back to anything <laughs> yeah, you after can't that. Go back from a convent. Because yeah. God is the original black man. <laughs> 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 uh, if there is a God in heaven, he is most definitely black. <laughs> um, okay, so so here's the thing. Uh, where am I in my tale? Oh, right. Like, he's like, Elizabeth, this is our chance. Like, this is it. Like, I can come back. I'm going to impress you. And he starts trying to impress her and shit by building really long bridges and channels and, like, connecting the empire in a way that Russia's never really seen before through engineering. And he's like, eh, you like me now? He's just basically becoming the best engineer that Russia's ever seen. And she's like, damn, Abraham Yingovich. 
chill out. We know you got a big dick already. We don't even care. And so, like, basically... Stop with all the infrastructure. Oh, I get it. <laughs> so, basically, he came on too strong. And sadly, it never really happened between mm. Aber Yingo Yamovich and uh, Elizabeth. And his adopted sister. And his adopted sister, which would have been so high. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Anyhow, um, it never really happened with them. Wow. And so he met this other chick and he was like, all right, you're cool. We'll have like 11 kids or whatever. Because, <laughs> um, you know, women are basically just like genetic material warehouses you're just like factories if you will you're just pumping that shit out russia's really good at factories as they will discover during world war ii uh (laughs) you know they can really mobilize when they need to and this was actually first discovered with the russian women um Mm -hmm. they can really produce <laughs> yeah, that's why, that makes that's sense. why of course the original Russian tanks had to be fucked to make more tanks <laughs> and that makes sense because if there is one resource that Russia burns through super quickly it is people so they gotta definitely. produce 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 definitely you know um, and and so um, uh, that's kind of where my research peters out you know like I, I could find a little bit more about his retirement and things like that. Like he wanted to retire and his, his uh, sister wife, whatever was like, (laughs) Hey, don't build bridges instead. Like, you know, keep Russia great. The mother country and all that. And he's like, I've never had a mother. Okay. I can get behind that. Um, You know? And so he, he did everything he could to like build up this country that bought him, you know, Mm. which is, it was it's a it's wow. a real interesting, you know, just from this kid in a marketplace dropping vodka and fishes to, you know, someone who the Tsarina wants to fuck. Also it's, known as the Russian dream. Basically. You know, it reminds yeah. me like, yeah, his great fortune later in life. Uh, I didn't mention this, but but touchingly, he had a crest that he uh, adopted. Oh, I was going to say something about that. Yeah. Yeah. That said underneath it said it had these letters that uh, might have meant something like homeland or something like that. But one interpretation is they mean uh, fortune has made my life great. And maybe uh, truly in your story, fortune made his life great. Well, I feel like our stories really were very similar. Like I didn't want to get too far off of the thing. I I know how the podcast goes. I've listened to it, but like, I think that history is so important. And honestly, in this in this age of post-truth, like the truth is even more important. So I really wanted to add to the history more than to mm. skew it, you know? Mm. Right. So, you know, that moment when, you know, he went to France to be gay, like that's important. <laughs> it's important. Yeah. And I think it needs to be told. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. I think, Him and like, Voltaire hitting the bars. There's just... <laughs> there's just so much you know i i don't know that much about african culture but i know that in american culture um people of african dis- descent often have really like strict religious views on homosexuality and i just want to like put out this story of this man getting after it in france you know mm. <laughs> i think it's cool sure. yeah listeners we cut about 30 minutes of graphic depictions of <laughs> Of his sexual adventures in France. Well, you know, Floofy in the pantaloons is a good enough description. We'll put that out as a special episode. 
Um, so before we get to judgment, uh, just want to mention that you can ask us a question or leave us a comment at revisionistpodcast.com. Uh, also ask that you rate and review the podcast on iTunes, which is very helpful. Uh, and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at revisionpod. Um, Timmy? History uh, will say that you have 500,000 followers. Uh, well, <laughs> if you have anything to say about it, history will say that you have 500,000 followers. Yeah, exactly. Slip a couple zeros in there. That'd be an easy <laughs> typo. <laughs> um, Timmy, the day this podcast comes out, uh, you will be at Adam Caton Holland's beer release at Ratio yes. Brewing in Denver. Yes. Denver's beloved son, Adam Caton Holland, is having a beer made after his likeness at Ratio Beer. <laughs> For some reason, I thought you were going to say made out of him. Made out of him. <laughs> he sweats. <laughs> And other things, and they make it into beer. Yeah. That's why they call Adam Caton Holland pre beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice pre potatoes, pre vodka thing. Ooh, you're good. You're um, good. You're also going to be at uh, Philosophy, which is a comedy show, uh, the day after this is released. That's Sunday, the 9th, right? Yes. At 8 p.m. at Cap Hill Tavern, so down in Capitol Hill in Denver. And you're, you'll be at Comedy Works for the Victory Lab for your Funny yes. Final Four winning winning team. That's Wednesday the 13th, I want to say. I didn't look at the dates, but it's the Wednesday after this podcast is released. <laughs> that uh, The 12th. The sorry. 12th. There it is. I'll be yeah. at Comedy Works downtown. And then, Zach, you'll be a... Featured on an upcoming episode of the Kill by Kill podcast, which is run by a couple friends of ours. Ooh. That's correct. It's about uh, Friday the 13th. And specifically, my episode is about the end of Friday the 13th Part 5, a.k.a. the worst one. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a good one. That's a much better subtitle than Negro. <laughs> yeah. Yup. Most things are. <laughs> <laughs> Very easy to beat. Even uh, the worst one <laughs> is better than Negro. <laughs> uh, as for me, uh, the next the next episode of Nighttime Tonight is coming up April twentieth at the Deer Pile in Denver, uh, third Thursday of every month. So the next one will be uh, after that one will be May eighteenth. Um. I will be performing at the uh, inaugural episode of uh, Designated Drunkard at the Comedy Room Room. Yeah, that one's going to be so much fun. Yeah, that's a show where uh, the audience gets a list of different comics' tics and They're like habitual motions or phrases. Mm -hmm. And Mm. they have to take a drink every time that happens. Yes. And the comic doesn't Mm. know. So they're just doing their regular set, Mm -hmm. trying to figure out what everyone's drinking about. Yep. So that'll be very fun. That's coming up April 22nd. Um, And then it's a um, a little early, but I will be on the road uh in late May, uh, still, still officially booking dates, but I know for sure that uh, May twenty eighth, I will be at Boy Kisses in Minneapolis. Uh, Minneapolis is such a great city. I know. Um, I'm super looking forward to that. So if any of you happen to live in the Twin Cities, uh, come check that out. Yeah. 
Um, so now, now the time comes for judgment. <laughs> and um, I mean, because it doesn't necessarily, it doesn't necessarily change a lot of his accomplishments. Um, and probably I'm, adds to them, to be honest. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with Timmy's alternate history. Of course you are. Uh, problematic, though. Although real history is problematic. Uh, How is it problematic? <laughs> Wait, explain it to me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, this is the, the, the whitest thing that's been said on this podcast. Wait, <laughs> what? <laughs> I didn't mean it. Uh but Timmy, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. This is super fun. Zach, thank you as always. Mm, of course. For everyone here at the Revisionists, I'm Brian Flynn. I'm Zach Powers. Have a Jabba no Wanga. There we go. <laughs> New sign off. I like it. <laughs> <laughs>